Oh, wait, you didn't count down. That's okay. Keep going. We can edit that. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussion. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, wait, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He died like a dog. I wouldn't be a dog. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh that just hit it just hit me the right way. <laughs> it's like that guy from um God, what show was he on? He does all the impersonations. Frank Caliendo? Caliendo? Yeah, Frank Caliendo. He he's pretty good. Yeah. Although this I love, guy does a good Trump though. Who's um, who's that guy that does that Christopher Walken impersonation? He's really really good. Kevin Pollock. Kevin Pollock. Yes. God, <laughs> I love it. Well, I just love his stuff. Period. Kevin Pollock's hilarious. But he doesn't only do comedies; he also does dramas. By the way, we're the two loose screws. That's Sean. I'm Chris. Oh, you remembered. Did I get it right? You You're Sean, today. right? I'm Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure because right. I think I screwed it up a couple of weeks ago. And, we, and we've been just been running with it ever since. Abu Bakar, Albag Daddy. <laughs> now I've got Kevin Pollock on my mind. Oh, is that Somebody, Paige? Somebody's here. Paige is here. Pagey? Oh, boy. Christopher Walken. You know, <laughs> I saw your dog. <laughs> Pagey, is that you? Congratulations, you're on the show. Oh. Come here and introduce yourself. Come on, have a seat. Okay, I'm not having a seat. I'm just saying hi to No, you got to get on the microphone, though. Like, yeah, don't. Talk in the mic. Is it like on? Just sit down. Put your mouth up to it, the mic. Not that close, a little bit further back. Like, look at me. Your face is pressed against the screen. <laughs> so, this is the Two Loose Screws. I'm Chris at Sean, and this is Pagey. What's up? What's up? <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm getting food. Hey, well, you guys literally just left me hanging. Get over here. Get over here. Well, he's prepared. What did you just do? Have you got a boot on your foot? I have a broken toe. You broke your toe, so you're wearing an entire boot? Well, only to work, yeah. To the microphone, Warwa. Only to work, yes, because I walk at work. And it hurts. All right, you're, Actually, eight, Dad, you're 18, right? Yeah. All right. This is Paige Warwa. She is one of the many spawn of Sean Warwa. She's 18. I've taken this child to... Well, I've taken this... She was a child at the time. I've taken her to Missouri with me. Let's talk about that for a second. So I took you to a Mexican restaurant. Do you remember that? In Missouri? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I remember so that. So your Auntie Steffi was shitting all over it. <laughs> yes. You enjoyed it, though, didn't you? Yeah, it was good. I kind of forgot what I got. I think I got probably a quesadilla because that's the only thing I get. And the chips and salsa were amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, And I think I got a... 
Coke. The Coke at Mexican restaurants hit different. No, they really do. It's like a, it's on McDonald's levels. Oh, yeah. It's because they use sugar, not high fructose corn syrup. So the the individuals of Mexican restaurants they use sugar, whereas like Mexico if you go somewhere else, cane sugar. Cane sugar. And then everywhere else uses high fructose corn syrup. Is that? And I just lost her again. Grabbing my phone. So let's talk about that Missouri trip. Heck no. Are you hungry? I'm really hungry. Because we're, I, you know, we're, let's just blow the segment. Like we've got Whataburger versus In N Out. We're going to answer the age old question. She can have some of mine. Yeah. Is it cold? No, it's probably lukewarm at this point. Whatever, I'm hungry. So. We, we do these reviews every week, you know? Mm-hmm. And this week we're doing Whataburger versus In-N-Out. I already know what's going to win, but I'm going to be subjective. And I'm going to be fair. And I'll, you know, I just went with their double cheeseburgers, you know, just however it comes. I don't know what's on each one. I think the standard double cheeseburger from In-N-Out is the, I don't know, they call it the secret sauce. It's Thousand Island dressing. That's the sauce on In-N-Out? Yeah. And really? I, yeah, and I know they put onions on there. Like, I've got a plastic fork right here, as you see. Uh-huh. You know what I'm going to do with that. No. Uh, no, I'm going to use it to remove items. The onions? Oh. Yeah. Don't mess with it. I'm going to mess with it. Then it's not fair. It is fair. You have to try it whole. Yeah. You that's, have not, that's not fair. It's no, that's not fair, because that, then that's not an equal, like... Uh, it is, because I'm going to do the same thing to, to Whataburger. Are you taking the same ingredients off? Yes. Mm. I will try the same ingredient. I think it's lame, but that's fair. I may be lame, but I'm picky. And I'm not sure if that made sense in a in a sentence, but like I'm I don't want to eat Here's my this is my thing on lettuce, okay? Lettuce is a waste of time. It is a waste of time unless you're eating like romaine lettuce in a salad. Is that what you're taking off? I'm going to take off the lettuce. I'm probably going to take off the tomato, and I'm going to take off the onion. I'll okay, leave the sauce. Okay, I thought you were taking that off is, one thing. That is that the entire is, dang burger. No, the burger is the burger, and the cheese, and the bun, and the sauce. You eat like my four-year-old sister. How old is she, six? You eat like my Wait, hold sister. on a second. I eat like your four-year-old sister. Is she six? <laughs> She's Okay, you eat like my six-year-old sister. Set. So, I'm not going to let that go. You like my seven-year-old sister. Okay, I do. Yeah, so we've gone from four to six to seven. (laughs) That doesn't defeat my point. (laughs) (laughs) No, it doesn't. And you're you're 100% correct (laughs) and accurate. I am going to totally eat like your seven-year-old sister, except your seven-year-old sister probably doesn't want the sauce, which I'm pretty sure has pickles in it. We we all know In-N-Out is going to win. But that's spoken like a California dude. You are a Midwesterner. You were born in the Chicagoland area. So yeah, you have. Sh- well, isn't Whataburger like Texas? Is it Texas or is it Florida? It's that's one, Texas. It's one of those 100%. red redneck states. Yeah, it's Texas. Because I remember when Whataburger started growing, like like chain growing, it, um, all the Texans got like mad and were trying to like gatekeep Whataburger. Well, I feel a little guilty right now because I'll tell you why. Why? I thought they were Florida, and I hate Florida. Oh my! With the passion. Is that like what made your opinion be more towards In and Out? Yeah. Now what is it? I like Texas. 
Not as much as California, but much more than Florida. So I'm a little more open-minded because Florida to me, like if, if, if the United States of America, you know, is a bathroom, Florida's the toilet. Okay, so you're saying that, wait, hold on. You're saying that Florida's the toilet of the bathroom? Yeah. So you're saying Florida's the necessity of the bathroom? The, no, it's the, the thing toilet. that all the poo goes through. Okay, so you're okay. I see what you're saying. I don't like Florida. Can't stand it. Why not? Because it's full of idiots and stupid people, and like, I don't mind a redneck. I mean, let's face it. I lived in Tennessee and Kentucky in my life, so I mean, there's a little bit of country in me. Right. But stupid redneck. It's like a stereotype. I I think Florida is full of them. Which part of Florida? Cause All of Florida, with the exception of where Bubba lives. Wait, so you're saying re- like they're rednecks? That live yeah. There? I think something else. From what I've seen and heard, Florida's full of... Um, Inbreds. Like hoodlums. Hoodlums? Hoodlums. So now I've been to Bubba's house. Bubba, a- you know, a.k.a. is your grandfather. Uh-huh. And I like his house. I like where he lives. I have no problem whatsoever with Naples... Florida, but if you just draw a square, like a five-mile radius around his house, so I guess that's more of a circle, and like remove that from Florida, I I, I just, I don't like Florida. So you're just saying Naples is the best part of Florida? That's the only exception? Well, it's only because Bubba's there, and Bubba makes it better. If you take Bubba out of Florida, then the whole state (laughs) can just, you know, go pound sand. I've never been to Florida. What? I've never been to Florida. I haven't been outside, like, aside from when I lived in Illinois and I went to Wisconsin when I was, what, like, four years old. Okay. The only places I've been are California and Colorado. Colorado, And Missouri, though, because I took you there. Oh, yeah, and Missouri. Totally. Missouri. Missouri. Okay, but, like... She got to experience the full effects of Missouri, like, where when you went there, Mr. Warwell, you were there mainly on, like, business. To move? We moved... We moved a bunch of crap one time, and then we drove a vehicle another time. We did get to experience some food, but I'll say though, Paige got to experience the lake. Yeah, the I would say that's probably one of my favorite vacations that I've been on. No, it was a great time because uh, what did we do when we were there? We did the roller coaster, which was through the mountains. Those were individual oh, carts. I forgot about that. We did the roller coaster. We we had the pontoon boat. Took down the lake and went tubing. Yeah, we did the pontoon boat and tubing. And then I think one day we rented some jet skis. Fourth of July. We were there for Fourth of July. Yeah. And we did fireworks. That was crazy. Lots of food. That you got was to really you, cool. you got to meet my uncle Bob, my cousin John. Oh, yeah, yeah. I called him Antoine. Mm-hmm. I can't take credit for, for that description. Though. That's my brother Michael who named him Antoine, but I called him Antoine. I think we spent half the time at that gas station getting ice cream. Yeah. So, gas station slash beer market slash grocery store. Mm-hmm. We they they do have some good ice cream there. But what was uh, that, uh, that um, blue you one? got to experience the tri tip that my cousin John makes, Antoine, and then so did your dad. He got to experience that tri tip too over a Dodger game versus the Giants. That the Dodgers won. He's over there being quiet. He does make some good food. Would you agree? I honestly don't remember what we're talking about. <gasps> talking about the tri-tip, the steak. What? You don't remember that? No. 
But it? you remember the Mexican food. Mm-hmm. And you remember the ice cream. Mm-hmm. But you don't remember his tri-tip. No. Tomorrow, Wait. I have failed your daughter. Tomorrow you're going to remember some Mexican food. Guarantee it. Was it when? Tacos. They are tacos. Was it when they came over for dinner? Yes. And we had like corn, uh-huh. watermelon. Yeah, my Uncle Bob, he took his corn and he dipped it in mayonnaise and he was so excited over it. Oh my gosh. He yeah. may have had a couple of bourbons. <laughs> oh my gosh. So the, the bourbon may have uh, contributed to the uh, dipping the corn on the cob in mayonnaise. No, not mayonnaise. What was it? Sour cream. Sour cream. No, sour, sour cream. cream. Yeah, we were kind of. We looked over at him. He's like, it's so good. We were laughing for like five minutes. That was probably that was it was, like the funniest thing. It was, it was probably one of the highlights of the trip. Yeah. That was really funny. But then on the uh, on the day that we rented the jet skis, you know, we were going to rent a couple and going to, you know, tag team. But then as it turns out, they were a little square about it. They were like, nope, the adults have to drive them and the kids have to go. So, like, yeah. you know, Nicole was paired up with Steph and you you were stuck with me. Right. Steph may have been a little more of a daredevil on them and I was a little more of a... I would speed, but I wouldn't do a whole lot. Like, I would twist and turn a little bit. <laughs> but I was kind of a square. I don't even know what to say. Go we ahead. Had fun. We had fun. We did have fun, but... But he was a little bit of a scaredy cat. But I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit of a scaredy cat, too. Like, I wasn't saying it, but on the back, I was definitely freaking out a little. Because I was... My biggest fear was flipping over because we went... So my family went to, oh my gosh, dad, don't even laugh. We went went to San Diego one year and we decided to uh, rent jet skis and we did it in the, what what is it called? The Bay. Yeah. The Bay in San Diego. And oh, oh, by SeaWorld. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And these jet skis were not as sturdy as any other jet skis I've been on. And oh, so they were like, they weren't Sea-Doo's, they were like Kawasaki's. They could like tip yes, at any time. they were very, what's it called, Dad? Um, Something heavy? You kept calling it top heavy. Top heavy, top heavy whereas yes. ours had a good base. Uh-huh, and we flipped over so many times. and I didn't flip you over not one time. You didn't, but I also not, think it's because they were nice jet skis too. Yeah, they were. Wave runner, wave runner. As a matter of fact, there's still a wallet and mm. a iPhone at the bottom of the bay if anybody wants to go scuba diving. What model iPhone? Because we're about to age this vacation. Because mm. we're like right now. I think like, it was your first one that you got. Remember how you, you made the switch from Sam, Samsung to iPhone? I think it was an 8. It wasn't a bad model. 11? Was it that long ago? I it was, was pretty I long ago. it was ago. an 11. No way, because I remember... This is a... This is a 13. Steph's got a 14, and I think Nicole has a... What's the latest one? Latest one is iPhone 15, the one that burns your hand off. Yeah, that's the one Nicole has. She's got the Pro Max one, and then Steph has the Pro one before, and I've got the base model one before that, so 13, 14, 15? Well, I've had this phone for about a year and a half now, and this is a 13... And a year and a half ago, I had an iPhone 11. And that trip was not a year and a half ago. That, that okay. trip was like four years ago. So I have a 13 then. So me and you have the same phone. Yes. 11 is what I changed in. Okay, so there's an iPhone 8 on the bottom yes. of the San Diego Bay. Yes. That's a shame because the iPhone 8 was a good phone. It's not as good as the 6. 
To this day, the 6 was the best one. I can disagree with that. I like the iPhone 8. I still have an iPhone 8, actually. iPhone 8 was a good one. I like the 8. What's the first one that has the metal around it? 4. That's what I have upstairs. The 4? Yep. You still have a 4. You want to see it? No, because I think I still have a 4S. Yeah, I got a 4. All right, so we've got um, we got a review here. We've got Whataburger versus In-N-Out. Um, I'm a little more open-minded now that I understand that Whataburger is from Texas and not the inbred state of Florida. But you just brought over like a wicker basket of shit. What is that? That is not wicker. That's bamboo. Can bamboo. I guess what's inside of this? Sure. You said it's a dessert. Yep. Is it that those dumplings that have the chocolate inside? Yep. I knew it. All right, so what are we doing first? Are we going to do dessert versus, uh, or before Scratch? dinner? Are we going to go dinner first? Dinner Lady, first. You want to do dinner first, okay. And that's got to stay on top. All right, so I'll cut the Whataburger. You guys cut the In-N-Out. See, my only thing with In-N-Out is with the sauce that's on there, the bun gets really soggy really, really, really fast. I got to be honest with you. I just ordered it as they come because... You know, we wanted to give it that kind of fair review. Okay, if I, if as you're taking off almost every single ingredient that comes on it. Don't judge me. <laughs> but if I was going to in and out by myself, you know what I would do? I would do mustard and ketchup. I don't do the Thousand Island. Their signature sauce? That's the best part. I don't like pickles. And they put pickles in that. You just cut it in half. She you can have half of mine. I can't eat it all anyway. I won't. I won't be eating a lot. She can have half of my half, and you'll have a whole half because that's just how it's gonna go. But holy God, man! Look at this. Okay, so that looks delicious. Right off the top, from a visual standpoint, Whataburger, I will honestly say, has kind of won the visual. But let me tell you something. So I got the receipts right here. And this is the state of Arizona, so you're going to take Arizona sales tax into consideration. Thank you. Dude, I did thirds. You did thirds? Yep. You should have done halves and give her my half. You can have the small third. Okay. In-N-Out Burger, $5.82 for a double-double. We're going to get cold. $5.82. <laughs> Whataburger, I did a the same thing. I did the, the double Whataburger with cheese. $9.76, so not quite twice as much, but almost twice as much. But if you look at them side by side, like Whataburger is twice as large. Skew. Wait, so one burger was $10? She doesn't know what skew means. And we're not going to tell her what skew I, means. I told you that Whataburger is more expensive. They are more expensive, and they are definitely the larger burger. Griffin, get out of the bag, bro. Griffin. I love that dog. Hey. All right, let me go grab my but that is a huge burger. I thought this was like a normal burger. That's like big burger, dude. Well, don't grab the small one. I get the small one. Grab one of these. Grab the bigger one. You're still a, technically a teenager, even though you're like an adult I'll version of it. Adult version teenager. Chris, you get this one. And you can bastardize them however you I will want. bastardize it. Oh, Ladies you know, first. You know what? What? I was making fun of you, but I totally forgot that I hate onions. You were making fun of me, but you hate onions. Here's a bur- here's a fork, and like, when you're I done with it, give it to me. 
I, there's probably onions on both. I'm sorry. There's something about onions that just make me want to throw up. Can we do this? Go for it, Mr. Warwa. You're not anywhere close to a microphone, but I love the fact that you're talking like you are. <laughs> Can we just do this? There you go. That probably picked up really loud. <laughs> Pagey, sweetheart, will you scoot over to your left maybe about a foot and a half? Oh, there you go. Bring it over a little bit. I'm scared. This is going to be right. soggy. I, I mean, at this point, it probably is, but whatever. Ladies first. Ladies first. Which one are you doing first? Go ahead, Chris. No, Ladies I think first. we should all do it at the same time. Yeah, I'm not in the mood for your shit, okay? <laughs> Let's do it all at the same time. Well, I mean, I need the fork. <laughs> there might be onions on that, Pagey. It's okay. I. So you want to do Whataburger first? Yeah, let's do Whataburger first. Okay. I've never had Whataburger Come on, Chris. Before, so. Whataburger. At least I Wrong We're doing one. the Whataburger? Yep. All right. Come on, Whataburger. They do diced onions, kind of like McDonald's. Is that mayonnaise? Can you just stop and eat the <laughs> damn thing? I don't appreciate your fucking attitude. <laughs> I actually need some water. Okay. Tastes like McDonald's. So, yes. It does taste like McDonald's. Exactly like McDonald's. That's the thing that I... Because I, I did one of these with my ki- my younger kids. And that's what we conclude is that Whataburger tastes like McDonald's. Like a giant version of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't hate it. No. It's good. It's not bad. How is it with this? Mm-hmm. All right, Paige, go in and out. In and out? Okay. Oh, God, this is going to be really soggy. They had, uh, that was mayonnaise and ketchup, wasn't it? I have my answer. All right, here's in and out. I just don't like they put pickles in their sauce. Here we go. I know my answer. Oh my god. That's not even close. Not even. So you guys are saying in and out? Oh yeah. In and out hands down. Period. I like better. Really? I seriously do. Really? Mm-hmm. There's something about in and out that's like kind of bland. Like I don't know. Maybe I just have it too much. She's fired. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this bun, the Whataburger bun doesn't get soggy. And that's what I like. This? I think they toast it. They don't toast the in and out one. I think they steam it. They could be wrong on that. Mm. I don't know, but... But to me, it's in and out. It's not even close. But, I mean, the Whataburger wasn't bad. To me, it's just like a bigger version of McDonald's, you know? You got napkins over there? Here, I'll take one of those. I guess you just take it. Here you go. We'll we'll rip it. Ah! All right, I'm going to be subjective here. I'm going to go one more on each. Whataburger.
Even their pickles aren't good. I'm like, Whataburger's pickle isn't good. Well, get this, dude. I'm going to read you a receipt. Whataburger. $9.76. I got nothing but the burger. No fries, no drinks, no nothing. Nine seventy six. But it's a double burger. It is a double. Yeah. And then I got the double double from In and Out, five dollars eighty two cents. It's almost half the price. Half the price, twice the taste. I'll say for the like for the prices, this burger's not worth it. Like for ten bucks, basically. Right. This bur- this is not a ten dollar burger, but it's good to me. Now you've got a vested interest in Dairy Queen burgers. What's your thought on a Dairy Queen burger? My Dairy Queen doesn't do burgers. What? I've never I've never had a Dairy Queen burger before. They're pretty good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm kind of jealous. I wish mine was. I also wish it wasn't, but like I just want to try one. The um. I get the A one burger. It's like A one yeah. peppercorn sauce and an onion ring. Aren't they made in a microwave though? No. I don't know. Uh-uh. Well, they're on a grill. So. If you're a full um, grill and chill Dairy Queen, they, um, they're char, whatever, char. What they're grilled. They? Yeah. And so my manager, the one who works, like, at the one I work at now, she used to work at a grill and chill. She explained it all to me, and it's. That's like, the difference, a grill and chill? Yeah, it's called a grill and chill or okay. just a chill. Obviously, if it's a grill and chill, they have burgers and, like, you know, all the food. What do you guys serve? Dog food, literally <laughs> pretzel sticks, <laughs> microwaved pretzel sticks, microwaved chili dogs, microwaved chili cheese dogs. We got our oven privileges taken away. <laughs> okay, we're gonna leave that one out. I mean, I won't <laughs> cut any of this, but I'm not gonna ask you to elaborate. Oh no, I want to know what. How do we lose? How does one lose? For fuck's sake, Sean. <laughs> Their oven privileges. I'll explain. Okay, it's it wasn't necessarily us. All right, your name is Sarah Smith. Okay. Okay, my name is Sarah Smith, okay. and the man who is and, and to you, blame and for you this. you work in the Glendale Dairy Queen. Yes, my name is Sarah Smith. I work at the Dairy Queen in Glendale, and uh, my okay. Um, not my manager. A great friend of my dad's. Very great friend of my dad's. Oh yeah, we're um, uh huh. His best friend. We are. We are. In, in yes. Fact. What a burger. No, thank you. No. Um. Didn't feel like buying a broken part to the oven, so decided to just completely get rid of the oven. And oh so boy. now we have microwave food. Ah. Yeah. Or I'm sorry. He had the part, but didn't feel like putting it in. Ah. Yeah. And so then. I'll have to give him a call. <laughs> Tell him what a shame it is. That. Dairy Queen has a really good burger. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they do. Yeah, he's missing out on that one. Took your cousin to camp in Santa Barbara a couple years ago. Well, and I was driving back, and they were they were on the way back. It was somewhere off the 101. I want to say probably around you know, Agora Hills or something like that. And I saw Dairy Queen. I was like, okay, I'll go get like a what do they call those things? Like it's ice cream as they dip in the chocolate. Dip cone. Yeah, so whatever. I was going to have one of those, but then I saw they had hamburgers. And they had this A1 burger. Had an onion ring on it. I don't like onions raw. I love onion rings. Love onion rings. So I got this burger. It was so good. 
I got another one in Laguna Niguel on my way back to my aunt and uncle's house. Just so I could ha- I could experience that again. It was so good. A dairy, the A1 burger? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that one's really good. There's another one that I heard is really good, but I don't know the name of it because I do not work for Rancho. And I don't want to research that much into my So you work for, I give you ice cream cone or microwave pretzel chill? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Basically. So speaking of desserts, let's... All right, second half of our... Okay, before we go into that... No. Whataburger versus In-N-Out. Final opinion. Pagey, go. I'm going to just say Whataburger. Whataburger? What's the reason? Um... I don't know. Just wasn't soggy. I like the flavors, in my opinion. Okay, so the bun was grilled. It wasn't as soggy. Mr. Warwa. In and out, flavor. In and out, flavor and size. I don't need a burger the size of my head. You mean the size of Texas? Fair, um, fair enough. All right. What have you done? I'm looking at a bamboo basket so, that has Asian no, writing on it. we're not even going to talk about it. You're just going to grab one and pop the whole thing in your mouth. Do I need a chopstick? Aww. No. Just grab it, pop the whole damn thing in your mouth. It's like a ball. Okay. Yes. Just the whole thing. I don't bite it? Pop. No. No, Dad. Nope. I can't do this. You have to. She's scared. Yeah, you have to pop the whole thing in. That's your daughter, dude. She's scared. It's okay. All right, here we go. What a- it's all right. Just, just do it. it. Just pop it in. My mouth is on Keep your mouth shut, bro. That's not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh oh, we're losing page. <laughs> there she goes. I don't think she likes it. That's sweet. Those are chocolate dumpling. That's correct. You got any water? <laughs> I think I'm going to need some water here. Yeah, it's that. It's what I put inside. I hate it. You don't like chocolate or you don't like the dumpling? Both. Really? For real. Is it because of the chocolate explosion? There you go. I gotta be honest. I think I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Sean's is gone. I'm still working on mine. Paige's is gone, but in a different kind of gone. Hers uh, went down the chute. Thank you, sir. I hate the taste of the dumpling and the texture of the dumpling. The chocolate. I like chocolate, but not that much chocolate. Have you ever had any of the other dumplings, like the chicken, or did you like those? I did at first, but not really. Texture or flavor? Both. More, more, uh, like the ones that are filled with, like, chicken and stuff, more flavor. That's what kind of made it gross. But the texture, I just don't like the texture. It's too chewy. I liked it a lot. (laughs) It's because they're steamed. It's a steamed dough, so the, the dough is... Chewy, it's not crispy. All right, do explain you yourself. Another one? No, I can't. I can't even eat that burger. You can. You can't. Because it can't be cut in half. Well, I mean, you cut it in half, it's going to explode everywhere. Yeah. 
All right, so you got to make a choice. You're either you're eating that burger or you're eating that dumpling. If I eat the burger, you eat the dumpling. Fair. Okay. All right, there's the dumpling. All right, grab the burger. Here we go. Bone up a teep. Is that water burger? Yeah. Okay, so before I do this dumpling skim. Moving over here. I don't know if that's a good skim or not, but either way, you put a bowl of. All right, now yes. this is going to be a skim. You put a bowl of like white liquid substance in yes. front of me yes. that you only put a ball into. Yes. Dip your balls in there. What the hell? Just dip your balls in there. I don't have a. Ch- Can I use this fork? Oh uh, no, because you can't stab it. Okay, so just put it in there. I got. Yeah. I'm holding. Just, just scoop it. Scoop, scoop it, and then just put yeah. the ball in my mouth. In, in my mouth. You said you weren't going to do it, and you started. I started, and I you stopped, and you left me hanging. I did. Here we go. Hmm. Hmm. I got stuff out of my mouth. My mouth. That's really good, dude. What is that? Heavy cream. Okay. Con- confectioner sugar. Okay. And it's a like lot powdered sugar. Powdered sugar. Okay. Confectioner sugar. Same thing. Um. And then uh, I just whisked the hell out of it until it got a little bit of substance where it'll actually stay on the. It's really good. My fingers smell like onions right now. Because I didn't scoop the onions off the Whataburger, and they put far more onions on their burger than In-N-Out did. I'm going to have to bleach my fingers. But anyway, it's really, really good. Big fan. Holy cow, I'm a big fan. Yeah? Yeah. Me too. I like How'd it. How'd you figure that out? So, when um, here's what happened. This goes back to last year in March. So this goes back to March when I went to Vegas with a couple buddies. Dim some cow. No. I, now, now you're making me forget the name of the place. I forgot the name of the place. Uh, you said dim sum, and now that's what's in my head. It's not. Dim, <laughs> it's not dim sum. It's a uh, uh, din tai fung. Din din dim din din tai tai fung. Okay, continue. So we went there, and this wasn't um, anything I had expected. It, it was a. It was actually my my friend's friend who was like, "We got to go here," and of course we ate. Dumplings, soup dumplings. We had short ribs. We, we had so much stuff. And the drinks were unbelievable. We had an amazing meal. I love Japanese food. I love Asian food, period. Asian. Same. I'm just going to say Asian. because Likewise. It's, it's not just Chinese. It's not just Japanese. It's not just Vietnamese. No, I'm a fan of Szechuan. Uh, I love it all. Szechuan is like, it's like a sweet, spicy hybrid. Yes. Very good. Love it. Okay. So as we're eating there, um, this guy, Mark, he's like, oh, we got to get these bao. But it, but it was a, 
it was a chocolate dumpling, right? And I knew nothing about it. I'm just like, oh, well, okay, whatever. So they come out, and I think there's six of them in a bamboo steamer. Okay. And I just remember using my chopsticks, and I grabbed it, and I popped that fucker in my mouth. And and I instantly just got sent to another atmosphere. How long have you been using chopsticks? Ooh. Uh, since I was a kid. I don't know how to use them. I've tried. Really? Like, I've tried. Not even with the rubber band. So, yeah, as the kid, I had the whole rubber band thing. Um, Because here's the thing. My mom, her best friend, uh, owned a Chinese restaurant. And it was amazing. Amazing. Okay. And so we went a lot. We went a lot. But so I, I kind of grew up eating that, you know, um, but not as much as we did like Friday night's pizza and this place called Journey's End. It was pizza and soup, um, which sounds like a weird combination, but it was so freaking good. Um, anyway, so, I, yes, I use chopsticks quite a bit. So that's why I was telling you I'm more Asian than I think some Asian people are. <laughs> no, because I mean you got the spoons, you got the bowls, you got the freaking chopsticks, and then like I've got ramen at my house, like not as much as I used to because like I, you know, I believe it or not, I'm still trying to be health conscientious. Right. Now we're like you know a month into this, which you know I have a very small update. I'm not going to take up you know more than three or four minutes of the show this week on that, but. You've got like authentic Vietnamese ramen up in that cabinet. Yes, I, and I've got some Chinese ramen in there too, but it's like it's the shin noodles. Shin noodles are the are the bomb. If you want a really good ramen, you go for shin. Um, there isn't an Asian person out there that will tell you that shin is shit. Okay, they're just they're good. I mean, is it spicy? Is it savory? Oh, is it well? It depends how much of the packet you put in there. Because like it's the oil that makes it more spicy, right? No, these are packets, just like as if it were like a top ramen, and okay. so you make it the same way. Um, the only difference is how much of the the packet you put in there for flavor. If you do a half a packet, it's okay. You full one, you're gonna feel every follicle on your head. Okay, so I did those ones from Costco. The pho, or I'm sorry, the pho. Oh, the, yeah, the Vietnamese pho. The pho. And I did <laughs> the full packet <laughs> pho. No, no I'm going to stop you because there is a place, and, and it, it, I died laughing. It's called P-H-O King. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's in Tempe off of Kyrene, isn't it? I, I yes, actually, it is. I know exactly what you're talking about. I saw that as like, huh? Kings. Yeah, they didn't think this through because there was um, no. They definitely thought it through. There's a place in Riverside. I don't know if it's still there, but when I was growing up as a kid, I'm talking like late '80s, right? Yeah. Um. It was the uh, it was it was off Magnolia in Riverside, and they were the Foo King. It was F O O, okay, and then King Foo King Restaurant. And I'm like, do they not know that we're like twelve? <laughs> so there's a there's a Thai place in Chandler 
called P-H-U-C-I-T. Fuck it. Yeah. Tie. So it's fuck it tie. Yeah, we're like 12. Yeah. It's awesome. Like I was 12 when I was 8 and I'm 12 when I'm 44. 43, whatever I am. I don't know. I get so happy seeing stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so you're a chopstick guy. Like you're you're gonna have to dumb it down for me. Like you really will, because I I don't know how to use them. It's easy. It just takes practice. The more you do it, the better it is. And I think the biggest thing is if you if you have a pair at home and you use them often. I don't. And that's the biggest thing. You don't use them, you won't. Right. If you if you have a pair, you just you keep using it. And then you finally get comfortable with it. And then you get better and better and better. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not Mr. Miyagi. I'm not going to be but you chopping can pick it up f- food and put it in your mouth Oh, easy. in your mouth. Well, easily. But I'm, I'm not going to sit there trying to catch a fly with it. So, I mean, that's a different level on like that Miyagi stuff. But like yeah. with me, it's like I didn't like Chinese as a kid. And then when I was in. I was probably in high school, maybe even later than that. When I was in, um, so I graduated in Nashville. What's going on with your table over there? I know know, it's sounding old. We went to a Chinese buffet and like I had a couple things and I really liked it. And then I came back and I visited California, like my family in California back and forth for three or four years. And I moved back to California. Yeah. So my grandmother on my mother's side, that was one of her things. She loved Chinese food and Really, there was, you know, like my mother doesn't like Chinese food. My uncle wouldn't eat it either. So the only time she ever got Chinese food was with either myself or my Aunt Peggy or my Uncle Steve. She likes sweet and sour chicken. I'm not the biggest sweet and sour chicken fan, but I like it. Yeah. So we would go to places. I'm not talking Panda Express. Right. I'm talking like, you know, like these little Chinese joint hole in the wall places like, you know, sure. Fortune House or like the... The Poo King or whatever the case right. ever. Like little bitty podunk places. And I got really hooked on like the Szechuan style, Mongolian style, and things like that. I like the sweet spice. Sure. Um, when it comes to like pungent spice, like Kung Pao, things like that, like I dug it a lot. We lost Paige and now she's back and she's gimping. What do you got? Yeah. You like Chinese food, Paigey? I'm not talking panda. No. I have something to say. She's got something to say. Well, speak in the microphone, sweetheart. So, in, uh, what was it, was it New Year's Eve? No. In my house? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve at your house this year. Well, I guess 2020. Is that when I had the Chinese food? Yeah, when you got the Chinese food. I got so sick. And we all got so sick from it. I didn't get sick. Neither did I. I got sick. And Eric, my brother... Well, your brother, Eric, had some digestion problems. We'll just say that for like two weeks straight. He had the shits. Uh, actually, I would say the opposite. He had the pukes. No, like the the liquids. Well, for about. okay, this is kind of gross to talk about. I'm getting grossed out, but like, no, he literally couldn't do anything. You're a girl who talked about going shit in the woods and burying it with a shovel. So like few things embarrass you so just freaking speak your mind 
Well, he, he just, he couldn't, he was like constipated. Oh. Yeah. And then nothing like laxatives didn't even work. But to be fair, he ate everything before him. True. He, he, he had an appetite that night. He's like, this stuff's so good. And I was like, yeah, it didn't come from Panda. It came from like a Chinese restaurant owned by, you know, Chinese individuals. All I know is it made me feel really sick. They probably poisoned us because it was Christmas Eve. And they didn't want our business. They want to go home with their families. I respectfully disagree, Miss Warwa. Why? Because I didn't get sick. Your dad didn't get sick. We have stomachs made of steel. I don't. I get sick from literally anything. You're born in 05? I should have named her Sippy. What's an 05? Are they still millennial at 05 or are they Jen at If only Gen my Z? last name was River. River? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm Gen Z, You're right at the border. Did I you think. follow me? Do you follow me at all? A little bit, and I'm just trying to like divert away from it. Why is that? Because <laughs> my last name was River, like Phoenix River, right? Yeah. But instead, River I would have named her Sippy. What'd you call her? Go for it. I mean, you're not even next to a mic anyway. I don't even think it's picking you up. What are you calling me? Put your mouth next to the microphone, girl. I'm scared. You say it. What if your River if your Sippy? First name was Sippy. And my last name and, was Sippy. And what he called you? He said Miss. Mississippi, Mississippi River. <laughs> Mississippi River. It wasn't that we should bad. have had her on last week with the dad joke off. I think I would have been okay. Like I he had I, his book over there on one th- side. We had your auntie Steffi on the phone, and we had my uncle Steve in California on the other side, and it was it was painful, but quite funny. You think you can hold your own with the dad jokes? Tell my own dad jokes. There's the microphone right there. there you go. I know. I Come on, you got to give one. We okay. are not letting you hold lose on. till you tell well, one. Hold on, I might need some time to think before. I, I'm not a dad, and I don't plan on being one, so. I don't well, I mean, that. no, you're not, but, you know, you're a dad joke connoisseur. Okay, let me think. See, now I'm drawing a blank. It's because she's on the spot. Yeah, when I'm on Connor the... <laughs> <laughs> See? Okay, is it okay if I look up one and just pick the one I feel like that I would come up with myself? Go for it. All right, let's do that. Miss Warwa, you're over there with your nose in your iPhone 13. Yeah. Do you have a joke for us? Yeah. Do you okay. have two for us? I have two. Okay, so you're going to contribute to this dad joke contest that was started by your aunt. All right. This is your blood. All right. Don't let her down. I might let I might let you down a little bit, but okay, I'm gonna start with the one that I'm not too sure about first. And I lost it. Okay. <laughs> well, is that the joke? No. That you lost <laughs> no, it? No, no, no. All right, ready? I'm ready. Ready? I only know twenty five words of the alphabet. I don't know why. <laughs> Do you get it, Dad? I <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> All right. We get it. All right. All right, I got one. This is the next one. Well, it has five toes, a heel, and is not your foot. 
five toes, a heel, and is not your foot? Yeah. Mr. Warwa, you got this one? No. You're not even like in a speculated guess? No. Five toes, a heel, and is not your foot? What? My foot. <laughs> okay. That was a good one. I actually like that one. <laughs> thank you. Actually, thank you. com. Here we go. <sighs> thank you. You get a small round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. You're just trying to better ones No, I, I actually, I was thinking about some of the people up north in like Colorado. I heard uh, they're going to get 12 inches. Oh, God. No, oh, just in time for African-American month. I can't. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's your daughter. <laughs> no, let me tell you my favorite one. Uh, my favorite one actually came from your aunt. Um, you ready for it? I got to backtrack. It, it's a group text. Um, I think my Christmas jokes were better. What do you call a well-balanced horse? A well-balanced horse? Yeah. Stable. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) That was my favorite one. Uh, Let's see here. I can, um, I'll tell you a few that my uncle, that you're allowed to, well, I mean, it's not like she can't she's download the. It's not like she can't download this show and listen to her. Um, his were, his were something. Let me tell you, most of them were just dumb but funny, and then a couple of them were well, they were what they were. Uh, what part of the fish is the most musical? The scales. She knows it. Do you listen to the show? No, but that's obvious. What am I going to say? The gills? What scales? (laughs) Scales are part of music. Which fish is the best at making glass art? Glass art? Yeah. Puffer fish? Blowfish. Freak. What was that, Dad? (laughs) He tried giving me a hint. He buffed up his cheeks. (laughs) Where did the broccoli go to have a few drinks? (laughs) Sean look this way Stop trying to help her I can use a hint His eyebrows Are past his forehead They're literally on his freaking skull right now The salad bar Oh I was gonna You know what I was I was gonna say that But I kept thinking of dressing bar And I was like that's not a thing Why are Why are all barbers Thrill seekers I don't know They live on the razor's edge that was really bad. Yeah, I don't they, agree. I don't think they can cut it. Oh my God. <laughs> Get the f- <laughs> This is so stupid. They're dad jokes. They're supposed to be. The dumber, the better. Uh. This is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one from your Auntie Steffi. What? did the triangle say to the circle? No clue. You're pointless. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably 
That was really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. I still like the stable one better. I don't know why. <laughs> no, the stable one. No. It's so <laughs> I bad. Like I got a list of them. I'll text them to you. I, I don't want to go through this again. <laughs> you should be a regular on this show. Come around more often. Probably. Where you been? Maybe. I'm a busy person. Working. I'm a busy sleeping, person. Doing school. You sleep? Sometimes. What is he doing to his eye? Has he done that all his life? That doesn't faze me. Yeah. You do it all the time. You should hear. My dad does it with his eye and my mom does it with her ear. Like, oh, yeah. You know the things she always used to do? You do. Wait. Like you're calling the dog. Yeah, wait. yeah. That, that's all I... Yeah, so she can do that in she her. She actually doesn't do that anymore, which is weird. Ah, like but like he'll rub thing. his eye, and it's like it's it's almost like he's got like a. Sounds like they're walking squeaky. in like a puddle. Uh, like a wet sidewalk. Yeah, it's very disturbing. Ah, uh, stop it! That's really gross, dude. What the heck is your problem? But your mom does that with her ear? She used to. She does not do it anymore. I can't wait till the next time I see your mom. Yeah, she'll... I'm going to make her do it. I don't even know how to describe it. She did like... It's her ear really fast. I'm going to make her do it. How a dog scratches their ear. Pretty much. And it would like... Like super fast. I don't know what that means. But she doesn't do it anymore, so that's probably a good thing. So my dogs were very spoiled today. Like, they understand, like, you know, th- like, they can't obviously speak fluent English, but they understand, like, certain phrases, you know, like, time to eat or go potty outside. Their newest one is you want to go for a ride. So if they hear the phrase, do you want to go for a ride, they assume that I'm pulling up the SUV because they're not allowed in the truck because, you know, God forbid a shredded dog hair gets in that truck. They can put all the dog hair they want in the SUV. They hear that phrase, and they just absolutely go haywire. And, like, the eyes go bright, and, like, the mouths open, and the tongue comes out like, I want to go for a ride. They, like, I took them for several rides today. Okay? Because, you know, I'm off work today. Steph's working at home, and she had several like virtual meetings where like on camera, open mic, and I'm like, all right, I need to get the dogs out of here. So we're putting blinds in the house upstairs. She's having fun with that mic stand. What what are you doing with that mic stand, young lady? Putting it back where it belongs. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna go to Home Depot and I'm gonna did you just gleek? Wait, Whoa, dude! Put the mic up to her face. Get your like, mic like like in the father face. like daughter. Hold on, I don't know if I can do that. She does it better than you. Whoa! Yeah, I'm better with a pencil. If I have a pencil or a pen, I could go all day. That that's not a gleek. Gleek is where you spit, right? Right. Wait, wait you can do it. Ready? Ready? I literally remember when I was like about twelve years old. You, you do realize there's a microphone in front of you, right? Yeah, okay. put your face in front well, of I'm it. Saying this to That's how this my works. Dad. So you used to do it all the time, and I always wanted to do it. And I remember you would do it like on your head right here. Yeah. And I, I think I can do them all the places. Wait, ready? I'm gonna try my cheek. Wait. 
Oh, I'm flicking my cheek way too hard. Okay, you get the idea. I did it before. No, I mean, you did it better than he did, but now you're on the spot. Wait. Whoa! <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. He, he can only do that one. Hit the top of his head and do it. I can't do that. My brother Michael used to do that all the oh, time growing up. I just up. did it. Wait, hold on. I can't do it. Okay, now I'm hitting my head way too hard. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I got a slight concussion over here. I think I need to go through some protocols. <laughs> Where's that Nowinski guy from the NFL? You don't, you, don't, you don't have to hit too hard. You have a hard head or you're hard-headed? No, she's got a hard head. So I was always told if you have a hard head, you have a soft bottom and vice versa. If you have a hard bottom, then you have a soft head. I don't even know. I, I, I'm not going to touch that because we're. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I'm going to leave that. And we're going to skip that one. But I but she is better at that than you. I don't know what you call it. I haven't it. done it for so long. Gleek is where you spit from under your tongue, right? Yeah, that happens to me. On yeah, accident. so. Here we go. No, my my brother Michael does that too. Like he can gleek and he can do the whole do it, do it, do it. Like the, the, the water drop. Yeah. I can't do either. Well, but you can sound like Sid the Sloth. I can, naturally. Yes. Naturally. You're a dick. And, and that, well, no, it's just something, some people can do some things. Like some people can't. You're still a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Oh. <laughs> oh, Kermy. <laughs> that was Miss Piggy. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. I, I'm going to have to hear that. Patrick Mahomes? He does sound like Kermit the Frog. Oh, my. <laughs> Listen here. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, well, okay. you see. <laughs> Yay. There, there she goes. Wait, all right, we got to hear this. Hold up. Well, you know, we're going to throw the football. No. <laughs> okay, ready? All right. That's his voice. That's I'm not, talking right now, that's it. That's not the best one. He's got, I, I know exactly where she's going with this. There's Rainbow a lot of. connection. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does have some, some Kermit references. I don't remember what I was talking about. I have no clue. All I know is that like we got sidetracked with the gleeking and the and the. You said someone can gleek. That'd be my brother. And you said you can't do either. I can't. And then he said I sound like Sid the Sloth. No, I said you can do Sid the Sloth. Easy. I don't do Sid the Sloth. I am Sid the Sloth. So therefore, you're a prick. No. <laughs> no, but you can. You do the. Show let's show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is an amazing drink. <laughs> I don't remember what I was talking about. The listeners are probably like, hey, finish your thought, dude. And then, like, I just left it. And, like, what? He, what? I, I don't remember. <laughs> I have no clue. Okay, so we were, we were talking about Kevin Pollack. Do you remember that? Like, before we hit play. Oh, before we... (laughs) (laughs) No, we did talk about him. How he he was a good impersonator of... uh, What's his name? Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah. Do you do a good... Okay, what's your good impression? 
of Christopher Walken? Anybody. You got to have an impression of somebody. I probably did. I just can't think of it on the spot. Christopher Walken, he's a good one, though, because, like, not a lot of people can do him. Skim. Um, you know, little dudes. Trick or treat. <laughs> it's a damn good question. Trick or treat? I, too, have a question. How many bodies could you find in my backyard? Where you going? <laughs> backyard. <laughs> he sounded like he was from Boston. <laughs> backyard. <laughs> <laughs> but then there was that one time that, like, he was at the party, and he's, like, walking up to the car, and, like, Pollock starts the car with his remote starter. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's good. I mean, it's probably not politically correct, but I, you know, Bill Cosby once upon a time. <laughs> Bill Cosby. What's your Bill Cosby impression? Of his stand-up. Himself, you know, the himself show? Yes. I believe I was wondering about my feather babies. Do you see uh. babies? The babies is my bottom lip. It wasn't like this when I came in here. Oh my. Dad got us a chocolate cake. <laughs> Dad is great. He gave us a chocolate cake. Okay. Okay. I remember that. I remember the whole dentist thing where he's like, my be babies. My, my bottom lip is on the floor. Do you see babies? The babies is my bottom lip. Were you ever uh, an Eddie Murphy fan? Yeah, but I can't do Eddie Murphy. No, but like Eddie Murphy did impersonations, yeah. right? Like Mr. T. Raw, delirious, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He never like, hey boy, nothing like that. No, I tried it. I'm just not good at it, but I loved his stuff. Andrew Dice Clay's another one. I, I'm, I, you know what? I have my limits and I can't do Andrew Dice stuff with your freaking 18 year old daughter on the couch over she's, there. She's an adult. I don't care. I can't do it. I I can't. Are you talking like the nursery rhymes? I have my limits. You, you're talking about the nursery rhymes? Yeah. Okay. No. no, no. no. Okay, so wait. Put. I need to know what nursery rhymes you know. Because Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet eating her curds and whey. Long came a spider sat down beside her and said, hey, what's in the bowl, bitch? Okay. <laughs> so you got that one. Yeah. What? Tell me another one. Three blind mice. See how they run. <laughs> Where the fuck are they going? Okay. That's a, all right. What else? Jack and Jill went up the hill, both with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with 250. Oh. Okay. <laughs> all right. Any more? Not that I'm going to say. That you know of? That's your kid. You can do whatever you want around your kid. I ain't going to do it. So there are so many more. So many. Loved them. Loved them. Do you remember Little Jack Horner? Oh, yeah. You got to say it then. You got to say it. No, I want to. I, if you know it, I want to hear you say it. You say it. I ain't I doing it. I, I'm going to challenge you and say I don't think you know it. I'm going to accept your 
um, challenge to the fact that I don't know it when, in fact, I really do. I just ain't going to say it. What? I mean, that one's not that bad. There's only one part in it that's that could be a little devious. The the thumb. No. Which part are you talking about? Are we talking about the There's same no one? thumb in that one. All right, you're gonna have to speak it because maybe I'm mixed up. Okay. So, don't forget about um. Jack be nimble. Jack be quick. Yeah. Remember that one? No. Yeah, but I don't have the words. So Jack be nimble. Jack be quick. Jack burnt off his. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So little Jack Horner sat in the corner eating a pizza pie. He shit pepperoni, blew his friend Tony, and wiped but his mouth on, on his, his tie. Oh! <laughs> yeah, okay. That one wasn't so bad. No. There was a couple of them that were pretty freaking bad. Um, I wasn't ever a big smoker. Like ever, like when I was in high school, I tried it a few times. I wasn't yeah. good at it. You know, it's like where you take a puff, but I wasn't the type of kid that would like inhale the smoke. I would hold it in my mouth and then I'd blow it out. Right. Like I didn't inhale a lot of smoke. I was just trying yeah. to be cool. We're talking like ninth, 10th, 11th grade, whatever it was. And then I, <laughs> that lasted about, you know, as long as a cup of coffee. And it's like, okay, you know what? This sucks. I was more of like a dipper. You know, I would dip skull or at the time it was skull. Eventually graduated into other brands, but um, Andrew Dice Clay had the Zippo, and he had a holster for it. Right. That was the coolest thing I'd ever seen, so I had a Zippo. I didn't smoke, but I had a Zippo, and I did all the tricks where the the two index fingers and the thumb, and you flick it open, and then you snap, and you, like, make it light. I had that. Yeah, I I was never into that. I was, I just, I didn't smoke, but I liked the Zippo tricks. Little Bo Peep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. I ain't doing it. Uh, like, because of the show? Yeah. Um, Is it too much? No, it's not too, I mean, we've already crossed the path of no return, but I mean, okay, I'm, little, I'm sitting 15 feet from your 18 Little Bo Peep fucked her sheep, blew a horse, licked his feet, she ate his ass so very nice, tongued his balls not once, but twice. I ain't doing that in front of your, <laughs> and there she is over there <laughs> laughing, like, like father, like daughter. <laughs> that is the most active laugh that she's had all night, and she's had some, some chuckles. But that is the most active laugh. <laughs> you are your father's daughter, you heathen. <laughs> what is the matter with you? You like that one, huh? That's so <laughs> <laughs> your kids are you. <laughs> she rolls over, ass in the air, kicking, <laughs> slapping. I, I got her on that one. <laughs> You're an asshole. You know that, right? You're just an asshole. <laughs> She's still over there laughing. <laughs> the more you mention it, the more I'm going to You haven't stopped laughing. Don't be like, the more you mention it, the more you la-. You haven't stopped laughing since he said it. I wasn't expecting that. I was trying to tune it out, but then I just She's got her fucking nose in her phone. And she's like TikToking or Instagram or whatever it is these kids do these days. You're Amazoning. Okay, don't act like you don't do it too. 
I really don't. No, that would be your aunt. She orders a lot of stuff on Amazon. Amazon's at my house every day. I order stuff on Amazon maybe once a month, every other month. There was an old lady who lived in the shoe. <laughs> she had so many kids, her uterus fell out. <laughs> We're going to hell. <laughs> I don't want to go little to Miss hell. Mu- little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet. Eating her curds and weight. Oh, you said that one. I already. said that one. That one wasn't so, so bad. Wait, no. What's the other one? There's another one. No, there's a really bad one. Really bad. What's the start of it? <sighs> now I got to think. All right. Pull out the old Google machine. Uh, I got to use the brain, dude. Dust off the archives. That's what I've been doing. My archives don't work. My archives haven't worked in forever. Well, there's the Hickory Andrew, Dickory Dock. Yeah, that's the one. Hickory Dickory, Dickory Dock. Dock. Some bleep was bleeping my bleep. The it, clock struck two. Might. I bleeped my bleep and dumped a bitch on the next block. Oh, well, I ain't doing it. No, not absolutely. And you're not either. I'm not. I, you know what? We have standards. Not mm. many. We have two or three standards. Okay, we have. One and a half standards. You are not going to say that nursery rhyme in front of her. There's another nursery rhyme that had to do with a dog, and I can't think of it right now. I don't remember that one. I just remember the Hickory Dickory Dock one. I will not let you do that one. I will cut it out if you even try. Oh, what's the one with the dog? All right. I had the Google machine out. I'm, I'm going to have to pull it up. All right. It's a race. Andrew Dice Clay Nursery Rhyme About a Dog. Uh. Hmm. I. <laughs> Some of the responses to Google are quite humorous. Oh, I got it. Old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard to get her old dog a bone. She bent over, Rover took over, (laughs) gave her a bone of her own. (laughs) All I had to see, (laughs) all I needed to see was Old Mother Hubbard and the rest came to me. (laughs) Paige, I apologize. I just wanted you to try an In-N-Out burger <laughs> versus Whataburger. And all the pygmies down there in New Guinea. Amen. <laughs> she did not experience any of this shenanigans in Missouri. I tell you that right now. I took good care of your daughter. What? 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 Say it. So who am I? You and he's Nicole? Or am I Nicole and he's you? I don't know. Nicole's really bold. Nicole's really bold. Like, like I'm not saying like exactly, but... But, she, Nic- like, oh. but Nicole, like, if, if, like, let's just say, like, she's more bold around your aunt than she is me. With, with me, she's like, okay, I can't do that around him. But, like, with your, with 
her mom, she's like, I can get away with that. Because Steph will probably just laugh at it. Yeah. And me, I'll look at her sideways and I'm like, that's rude or that's crude. <laughs> oh, I forgot one. Oh, God. I'm scared. Georgie Porgy putting in pie jerked off in his girlfriend's eye. When her eye was closed and shut, Georgie fucked that one-eyed slut. All right, we're done with the Andrew Dice Play bullshit. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was. I a- say we're moving on, but I know what we're going to be talking about here in a minute, and it is really not moving on. If anything, it's worse. So let's just. Let's let's talk about some free agency news. There is one very significant free agent off the market, and there is one still on the market. Talks aren't going well. No, they are not. He needs to dump that freaking agent. Yeah, he made a mistake. He made a mistake by signing with him. Yeah. I mean, I don't like him anyway. And the, one of the big reasons I don't like him is just because he he's always been a thorn in the Dodgers' side. Not that we haven't, you know, signed guys with him, but we really don't sign long term with this guy. But he said he would let this go into February and almost spring training. But like the pitchers and the catchers report next week, and this guy still hasn't signed anywhere. Blue Jays have pretty much tied up everything that they're going to do. Nobody in the NL East that was remotely interested in him, I don't think, has room for him anymore. I mean you're pretty much looking at the National League West or the Cubs. And when I say National League West, it's going to be the Padres, the Giants, not the Dodgers. I dare say not the Rockies, even though they could probably desperately use him. I think we're looking at the Padres, the Giants, and the Cubs. And it is not looking good for a long-term contract. He's looking at a year or two, no more than three. While you're looking that up, I'll tell you one very significant free agent that's off the market is Clayton Kershaw. He did get scooped up today. He probably won't pitch until, I would say, at least July, maybe after the trade deadline. But he's where he's supposed to be. He's a Dodger. Like, he needs to retire a Dodger. But they the contract that they signed, it's a one-year contract, but they have the option on the second year. Um, depending on what they do this year or next year or whatever, I think, you know, Time will tell on that one, but he needs to retire Dodger. I had absolutely zero desire to see him go to the Rangers whatsoever. I know Corey Seager's over there. Corey Seager's a friend. He's a former Dodger. Um, they, He didn't need to go over there. He had nothing to prove. Plus, the Rangers aren't going to be in the World Series picture this year. And I did say that, and I know I had, you know, I totally shit the bed on the playoffs for 2023. I'm not ready to make any kind of predictions about the playoffs for 2024. Let's get through the first half of the season. The Rangers are not going to be your World Series champions. I'm I'm putting that one out there right now. So, Clayton Kershaw, welcome back. He's a Dodger. He's home. He's where he's supposed to be. Moving on to Cody Bellinger. Sir, what's going on with your Cubs? Why aren't they signing him yet? I honestly don't know. I don't know, and I don't see how uh, how things are looking good right now because everything that I've read is that the talks are, are just going down the tubes. No, because, like, Scott Boris is trying to score, like, this multi-million-dollar, multi-year deal, and the Cubs, they don't do that. They didn't do it for Baez. They didn't do it for Rizzo. 
They didn't do it for Kimbrel. They haven't done it for anybody. The only the last person that they probably should have signed to a multi year deal besides Rizzo and Baez probably uh Kim um uh, what's that kid's name Bryant Chris Bryant yeah if they're not going to sign any of those guys to a multi year deal why would they sign a Bellinger because Bellinger he had a couple injury prone years he had some maternity leave with his girlfriend she's had two kids he had a resurgent year in twenty twenty three. But, I mean, that's what that was. Was that an anomaly or was that, like, things, you know, we had to see? Who knows? Cubs, they don't. They just don't do that. Well, the, the Cubs are, are thinking that they can pick up some good people off of the farm. So The farm's getting thin. And that's the thing is, you know, maybe you can get lucky with the farm, but you're not going to find a Bellinger in the farm. No. Bellinger is the top free agent out there right now. He's one Snell's of the- still out there, too, isn't he? Yeah, but I mean, they're putting a lot of money on Snell that I don't think he's worth. It wouldn't surprise me if Snell doesn't wind up a Dodger still. It also wouldn't surprise me if the Padres resign him because I think he tr- he tried to take that multi million dollar deal to to task, and he's a good pitcher. He's a good starting pitcher. But the best thing he had going for him was that he was a Dodger killer, with the exception of the. Um, World Series 2020, I think he went six innings, and he was fine, but, like, his manager went out there, pulled him, and then I think we wound up winning the championship that same game, or it was the second-to-last game. But Snell's always done pretty decent against the Dodgers. I don't know his exact record. So it would make more sense for a National League West team to pick him up, like a Giants or a Padres. I don't know where he winds up if he if he doesn't end up a Dodger. I mean, I could easily see him just resigning with Padres, because I mean the Padres have a lot of money to spend. They freed up Soto. I know they were near bankruptcy, but Soto being off and all the other moves they made, they could probably sign him to like a one to three year deal. the The Giants can pretty much sign anybody they want at this point. They're in a complete rebuild, and I'm not re- like. I naturally despise the Giants because I'm a Dodgers fan. Mm-hmm. You can never sleep on the Giants, ever. Like, ever, ever. So, I could easily see them making a play for him. I could see them making a play for Bellinger. I still say he's a Cub because, like, my initial pick, if I go back, and this is when I was doing my whole postseason rant where I just come off of my losing predictions of all the 2023 playoff spots again you know anybody can talk all the shit they want on how wrong Chris Andrews was on the playoff bracket but I dare say you pull out your bingo card for 2023 playoffs how many of you had the Rangers and the Diamondbacks in the World Series I dare say none of you Rangers no no maybe Phillies again maybe Actually, I could see Cody going the Phillies. Well, I'm Bo- not saying that that's going to happen. The but. problem is Boras is also um, Bryce Harper's age, or yeah, his agent. So I don't know if the Phillies can make room for that. Like you want, you want to have Scott Boras for Bryce Harper and Cody Bellinger on the same team. Yeah, but think of Bryce Harper and Cody Bellinger on the same team. You could turn the Phillies into uh, the Dodgers Jr. Well, right now the Dodgers are in villain mode. 
like complete villain mode. Mookie Betts, who's one of the nicest guys on the planet, he's embraced it. Somebody interviewed him, I want to say, with ESPN the other day, and he's like, yeah, every time we play a game in the regular season, it's going to be like their World Series because he's, like, embraced that villain mode. I don't think he really believes that. I think he's just embracing it because everybody's demonized them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I still say Cubs for Bellinger. What I do mean, you say? I hope. I, hope. I know you hope, but, I mean, do you, do you see them maybe backing out? I think it comes down to how much uh, the agent's going to hold to the contract price. I think it's going to come down to how much Bellinger just tells Boras to piss off. If he, yeah, if he does. I hope he does. It's like, well, and here's the thing. Belly's got a house. I think he's got a house in Scottsdale or Paradise Valley. Yeah, I think he went to, I went to, he went north because he was off of the 202 in McClintock. He had that uh, where that air, that little private airport is. He had his airport hangar with a basketball court and a batting cage. I used to drive by his house every day to work. He so, sold that, and I think he went north. And here's the thing: the Cubs having their spring training is here in Arizona, right? So I think part of him would love to just be able to stay home during Absolutely. spring training. Uh, where do the Phillies have their spring training? Is it Florida? I think it's Florida. Yeah. Because the Giants are here. The Dodgers are here. Angels are here. Angels are here. Angels aren't going to get them. No. Cubs are here. Where are the Padres? They got to be here. I actually don't know. I don't either. I should know. I know the Reds are here. The A's are here. Giants, Diamondbacks, Cubs, Dodgers, White Sox. You don't really hear a lot about the Padres. <laughs> What's that tell you? You're Googling it right now? Mm-hmm. And the results are? So the Padres are here. out here also. Yep, they're here. Peoria? Yep. Wow, okay. Yeah, I don't see him going to any the White team. White Sox aren't out here. Yeah, they are. They, they share Camelback Branch with uh, the Dodgers. Same spot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Glendale. Okay. I'm going to say Cubs. Hmm? I'm going to say Cubs. He'll be a Cub. That'll be good news. I'm not saying the Cubs are going to make a run for the World Series, but that'll be good. I think there's, th- you know... They were three or four pieces away a couple months ago. Right now, I think they're two or three pieces away from being a contender. What about Diamondbacks? That was an anomaly. I think we got to wait and let that one play out. They were a complete anomaly. Nobody had them on their Did they keep anybody? Yeah. Carol's still there. Um... Marte's still there. They signed, uh, I know they signed Jock from the Giants, which, you know, that's a good relief hitter. Um, he's not going to, you know, he's probably on the tail end of his career. He can still swing a bat. Uh, we still got Carroll. I said that one. Who The, the pitchers. Um, dude with the glasses, Ghostbusters guy. 
and then the other dude. They still got their two aces. Ghostbusters? What? I don't remember his name. I have a. He looks. I'm so lost right now. He's like Clark Kent, man. He looks like one dude without his glasses and another dude with his glasses. What? He's like their number two pitcher, dude. Google it. I'll tell you who it is. Okay, for frick's sake, I'll Google it. You just drink your water. Uh, let's see. Yeah. How are we doing on time? Have we stayed within our one hour? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona Diamondbacks pitchers. Galen. Yeah, dude, he looks like one guy without his glasses, and he looks like another guy with his glasses. And then, of course, Merrill Kelly. And then there's that one kid who absolutely decimated the Dodgers in the uh, in the playoffs. Uh, fat. Fat? Yeah, but it's like spelled with a PF. Okay. And like a couple A's and like there's a D and a T in there. It's a weird spelling. White kid. Weird spelling, though. All right. Okay. There's no transition into this. There's just going down the rabbit hole of it. Did you read any of the timeline or civil lawsuit information on Vince McMahon? I I read 2022, and I was just starting 2023, and we decided to go live. Okay. So I'll say this, as with anything else, like everybody's always going to be innocent until proven guilty. And I believe that with anything. Well, by today's rules, it's the opposite. Well, I, I don't look at today's rules. I look at the law. But homeboy, homeboy ain't looking too good. I'll say this much. The one thing that I find kind of suspect on this whole thing, if you go through the 67-page lawsuit and you look at some of the, I don't know any other way to express it than evil, some of the evil shit that's in there. Okay. To me, in my opinion, that's all criminal. This guy, it, uh, let's just pretend for a second all this happened as written. It's criminal. Why didn't they pursue a criminal lawsuit and why did they go civil because criminal he's going to jail civil you leave it open to settlement with a dollar figure and she's already gotten paid right so I mean it leaves room for error in her story for just somebody trying to get more money but there's screenshots in there of some text messages. I mean, and it's it's not pretty. I'll tell you this much. This chick, Janelle Grant, like she was a caregiver for her folks. Her folks passed away. Um, basically left her with nothing. The manager at the complex... I think, turned her to Vince McMahon. I'm paraphrasing all this. Like, hey, maybe he can help you find a job type thing. 
and then from there it kind of goes downhill. I just I have a hard time like if if he did all the things that she's accusing him of, and you know and it's and that's an if. Because I mean I you know it's clearly not that this stuff's like completely made up. Because you know there was another you know like he signed. I want to say like five different NDAs. Five different women for like three million apiece a couple years back. But why is this one turned into like you 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 hear well, phrases like sex trafficking and slavery and things like that? They're saying they're reporting that it's twelve million for NDAs across sixteen years and four women. I want to say it's five. I just read it. On, I know, but she might be the fifth. Um, either way, because, I mean, if you look at the week they had a couple weeks ago, like Monday they announced the deal, billions of dollars for Netflix. Dwayne Johnson joins the board. They've already, you know, fully incorporated with Endeavor slash TKO multi-billion dollar company stock shares are on the rise creatives on the rise i mean it's a perfect time for somebody seeking a payday to put out a lawsuit but i mean let's just go through i don't know here you didn't get to read through everything so let's just go through the timeline we'll go through the timeline and then i want to get your blind reaction on some of the lawsuit stuff well i was left at january 5th 2023 all right, so we'll rapid fire starting January 22. Janelle Grant, she's the um, she's the accuser <laughs> in this lawsuit. January 22, she signs an NDA releasing WWE CEO Vince McMahon and WWE from liability and agreeing to not to disclose information about their relationship according to an exhibit to the complaint she later files in 2024, which was a couple weeks ago. Uh, the agreement says McMahon will pay her a million bucks within 10 days of the agreement and $500,000 on February 1st of each year, beginning 2023 through 2026. And it's a sexual relationship. That was January 2022. March of the same year. In one of his last public appearances before news of the scandal breaks, Vince McMahon is interviewed on the Pat McAfee show for a rare sit-down video interview. It was in that interview for the first time he expressed um, that he was separated from Linda. He referred to her as his wife at the time. Uh, March 30th, 2022, the WWE Board of Directors receives an anonymous email from a person who says they are a friend of a former WWE paralegal, Janelle Grant, disclosing the NDA, $3 million worth, um, that McMahon made with her following misconduct by McMahon and WWE head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis. At the time, the board was Vince, Nick Khan, Stephanie McMahon, Paul Levesque, a.k.a. Triple H, few independent members, We'll leave their names out. 
May 19th, Stephanie McMahon announces that she's taking a temporary leave of absence. So this is March 30th, so you're talking roughly almost two months later. Stephanie McMahon announces she's going to take a temporary leave of absence from her role as WWE Chief Brand Officer, effective immediately. Um, says that she's taken leave to spend more time with her family. She remains a board member. Um, and then Nick Ta- Nick Khan is the president and chief revenue officer. And he's taken over most of her responsibilities. That's May 19th. June 3rd. Business Insider reports that Stephanie McMahon was replaced in her role as part of a decision made by Vince in the days after the Business Insider article came out. A couple websites uh, both contradicted the report. That's June 3rd. June 15th, 2022. Wall Street Street Journal uh, reports that Vince McMahon made a $3 million NDA with a former paralegal at the time, Janelle Grant's name was not introduced, but that they had a sexual relationship with herself or with with himself and John Laurinaitis. The board finds that McMahon made additional NDAs with other females. So this is all misconduct. Not so far. No, we're not talking about anything criminal. Any laws being broken? Okay, he's just a. Dirty old man who's... I see why she did it now. I finally got to it. Okay. You want me to keep going or you want to put your two cents in? No, you can keep going. Okay. Because you're going to get there pretty quick. I'll get there. All right. June 2022, 17th be exact. Um, WWE announces Vince McGann is stepping back as CEO and chairman on an interim basis. Stephanie McMahon returns to the company and becomes interim CEO. So Vince is out, Stephanie's in. June 17th, same day. Vince McMahon opens SmackDown, does a very quick welcome to SmackDown promo. Doesn't make any reference to the scandal. After uh, he comes back through the curtain, he shouts, fuck him, according to the report. Three days later, Vince McMahon makes an unadvertised appearance on Raw. He announces that John Cena will return to Raw the following week. He again does does not reference the scandal. June 27, 2022, Vince McMahon appears on Raw again to introduce Cena. And it should be noted right here at this point that Cena and his wife have been seen in public with McMahon and another woman not Linda McMahon, out to dinner in New York. July 3rd, 2022, immediately after WWE's Money in the Bank uh, pay-per-view in Las Vegas, Vince, Stephanie, Paul Levesque, and Pat McAfee appear on screen in the crowd at UFC 276, also held in Vegas. It's July 3rd, three days later, July 6th. Connor Shell resigns from the WWE board. The WWE filing announcing his exit from the board says he's leaving because of an increased slate of responsibilities resulting from his new expanded role at the newly formed North Road Company. Blah, 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 blah. Bottom line is board members are leaving. July 8th. Second article from the Wall Street Journal reports Vince McMahon paid $12 million for NDAs across 16 years to four women 
who worked for WWE. As reported in June, McMahon agreed to pay $3 million to a former paralegal. This is Janelle Grant. And McMahon agreed to pay $7.5 million to a former wrestler in 2018. The wrestler alleges she was coerced to give McMahon oral sex. When she rejected his subsequent advances, she was demoted and later her contract uh, was not renewed. Doesn't say who it is. July 18th, Titus O'Neil opens Raw in a conspicuous segment talking about his role as WWE's brand ambassador. He says, WWE provides a safe haven regardless of race, nationality, or economic status. <laughs> Dumbass. July 22nd, 2022, WWE press conference, um, or WWE press release titled, Paul Triple H Levesque is back. Announces Levesque is resuming his position as EVP of Talent Relations, seemingly taking over the duties of John Laurinaitis, who is out on administrative leave. Same day, 2022, Vince McMahon announces that he is retiring from WWE in all roles. He remains the controlling shareholder of the company. Stephanie and Nick Khan are named the co-CEOs of WWE, Vince says in a statement, as I approach 77 years old, I feel it's time for me to retire as chairman and CEO of WWE. Blah, 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 blah. Same day. At the SmackDown taping that night, Brock Lesnar reportedly left the venue, was later convinced to return and appear on the program. Stephanie McMahon opens SmackDown by announcing Vince's retirement and leads the crowd in thanking him. July 25th, 2022, a WWE filing report. The company has received and may receive in the future regulatory investigative and enforcement inquiries. <laughs> Bottom line is they're looking into the dude now. They're subpoenaing people. They're looking at the NDAs, blah, 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 blah. Fast forward to August 8th. John Laurinaitis is fired. August 9th, a day later, WWE disclosed the company found two additional payments totaling $5 million made by Vince McMahon, which should have been recorded as company expenses but weren't. August 17th, 2022. This does not get any... <laughs> any brighter for this guy I'm going to skip through a few dates here because a lot of this at this point now is just it's lawyer talk it's money talk it's NDA talk um, it's harassment talk skip to the end of the year Wall Street Journal in December 22 reports Vince McMahon has told people that he intends to make a comeback. So after all that stuff, for the last half of 2022 in December, he wants to make a comeback. December 20th, Vince McMahon writes a letter to the WWE board saying he needs to return to the company and explore a sell or merger. December 27, 2022, WWE's board writes an email to Vince McMahon in response to his letter telling him the board members are in unanimous agreement that he should not return. So, 
December 20th, he asked to return. Roughly a week later, the board writes him uh, an email saying he should not. Included on that board, Nick Khan, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, his daughter, his son-in-law, and the guy he recruited to help him make a lot of these television contracts. They're all saying, nah, bro, you're done. December 31st. Vince responds to the board's email, also in writing, saying he won't approve of any company transaction or media rights still unless he returns. So he strong arms them. They said no, and he's like, well, I'm the controlling shareholder. I say no. So he bullied him. January 5th, 2023. Using his controlling voting power in WWE... He basically elects himself back in. So he does what me and you would call a dick move. Yeah. January 6th, independent members of WWE's board. um, I'm not even going to try the name pronunciation. Basically, two board members resign. Um, WWE also announces the company will pursue strategic alternatives as it pertains to the merger. Uh, Stephanie uh, McMahon, Nick Khan, and Frank Riddick hold an all-staff meeting to explain Vince Vince McMahon's return and uh, his plans to explore a sell or a merger or whatever. I got a question. Yeah. Shane was a part of this company at one point. Whatever happened to him? So there's alleged articles out there that date back to like the early 2000s. Like he was supposedly part of like the company's future, but like they say like Shane is more like Linda. Stephanie is more like Vince, Mm. you know, Stephanie's cutthroat business. Like, whereas Vince is soft, not in, not, not like an insulting way soft, but just like, you know, kind hearted and things like that where Linda's kind hearted. So like Vince, and Stephanie are alike, and Shane and Linda are alike. And supposedly, okay. as the article reads, and again, I say allegedly, Shane saw some of these shenanigans that Vince does. I'm not talking like sexual. He deviancy. just saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, he just he, he sees how Vince does business, and that's not how Shane operates. Okay. So he left, and he went, he made a name for himself. He made his own money, and when he came back, in like the late 20 teens, just as a talent. That's it. An on-screen talent. Like he was a wrestler. Hmm. Interesting. That was it. Sorry. So we're January 10th right now. We've, my God, (laughs) this thing does not read easy. So we're talking a year ago, a year and a month. Stephanie resigns again. This time, she permanently resigned. She has not been back since. From not only, you know, her CEO position, for, but from WWE as a whole. Stephanie's gone. January 19th. Uh, Wall Street Journal reports that Vince McMahon and Rita Chatterton have agreed to a multi-million dollar settlement for an amount less than the 11 
$75 million that she was seeking. So we're going to jump to March. Endeavor offers WWE an all-stock deal merger with UFC, which was worth <laughs> a shit ton of money. But effectively, they offered to make WWE 43% owner of the newly formed company, which turns out to be TKO, with Endeavor owning the remaining 57%. WWE, they countered, proposing WWE own 49% and Endeavor 51%. Endeavor accepts the terms. Endeavor accepted those terms, stipulating that Vince McMahon be the executive chairman of the merger, which initially becomes TKO. Fast forward a few days, March 29th, a new employment contract is filed with the SEC for Vince McMahon, making him an employee. So this is the first time in WWE's long history he's not the controlling entity within WWE. He's an employee now. That's March 29th. April 3rd, Endeavor, which is the parent company of UFC and now WWE, they announced a merge. That evening, Vince McMahon, who has frequently attended television since July of 2022, is at that night's Raw makes some pretty heavy changes for the first time in a long time. Um, and the report alleges that uh, morale from the talent, meaning the wrestlers, negative. That's April. Fast forward to July. I'm going to try to, you know, freaking rapid fire some of this stuff. In July of 2023, federal law enforcement agents execute a search warrant and serve a federal grand jury subpoena on Vince McMahon according to WWE's quarterly earnings report which was later published in August no charges but they're searching his shit <laughs> okay um, subsequently that same week Vince McMahon applies for a medical leave so he can have surgery now we're in August regarding the federal investigation uh, Vince McMahon provides the comment, I've always denied any intentional wrongdoing and continue to do so, blah, 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 blah. Basically, I didn't do nothing wrong. Prove it. Fast forward to September. The merger closes, officially unifying WWE and UFC. The new publicly traded company is known as TKO. Day later, TKO announces a special one-time dividend of $3.88. 86 cents per share scheduled to be paid later in the month on the 29th. Vince McMahon holds 28,830 or 28,835,207 shares at the time and therefore is due to receive a dividend payment of roughly $111 million. September 20th. Uh, WWE uh, board member, former WWE board member, um, tells the LA Times that Vince McMahon, re his return wasn't aligned with basically the way that the, the governance was pointing towards. So they're basically saying he just strong-armed his way in. Uh, let's see here. Also September, 
WWE and NBC Universal announced a new TV deal to move SmackDown to the USA Network in the fall of 2024. Okay, so we're getting close to real time. Five-year deal is reportedly worth an average of $287 million per year, which is a 40% increase from the Fox deal, which the Fox deal was ridiculous. Everybody said that Fox deal was never going to be topped. We're talking 40% increase. All right, here's where it gets interesting. November, WWE and the CW announced a new TV deal to broadcast WWE NXT in the fall of 2024. This five-year deal is reportedly worth about $25 million a year. That's up 70%. 70%. Unreal. November 9th, TKO announces Vince McMahon will sell 8.4 million of his company shares. When the transaction is complete, a few days later, he sells the shares for an average of $76.41 per share. Roughly, he gets about $642 million. January 23rd, 2024. Now we're getting really close. TKO announces that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, has been added to the company's board of directors on the same day, Netflix and WWE announce a new 10-year um, U.S. rights to WWE Raw deal worth roughly $500 million a year. Term is 10 years with an option at five years that Netflix can deep six it. Jan- Got a question. Yeah. You think Netflix was doing that as a shoe-in to try and get UFC? Oh, for sure. 150%. Imagine if you can watch UFC fights on Netflix. Imagine if you can watch UFC and WWE. Because WWE has always kind of been... Like, they've been there as far as leaders in pay-per-view. UFC probably over, I would say, like since... I don't know, Couture... Like, you got, like, Couture, Anderson Silva, Ronda Rousey, Conor McGregor, like, all those guys. Like, they're they're selling pay-per-views left and right. Mm-hmm. But if you can, I don't want to use the term syndicate, but if you can put all that on a streaming platform, which is where the world is heading. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a shoe-in. Because, like, right now, yeah, people, you know, wrestling fans are more loyal, I think, than UFC fans. But UFC fans are more broad. And like right now, it's like you don't have, you know, you don't have Conor McGregor, you don't have a Ronda Rousey, but you still have a loyal fan base. Whereas WWE, they've got those diehard wrestling fans. Right. But they're one and the same. You pull one, the thought is you pull the other. Because, I mean, the the dynamics are very, very close. Like, if you look at UFC, when they, like, once upon a time, they were looked at like a garage-type company. Right. But they started modeling a lot of their stuff. Like, if you look at a promo for a UFC fight, it looks like a promo for a WWE wrestling match. If you look at the marketing, the marketing's pretty close to the same. The one difference, and I say the big difference in the two companies that where UFC kind of went ahead is you got Dana White. Dana White and Vince McMahon are a lot more alike than people want to admit. Mm. 
careful about that. I'm talking in terms of their business acumen. Yeah. Dana White's a, he's a sharp guy. Very, and he's, very uh, sharp. He's, his tongue is like a sword. Yeah. But he's a respectable guy too. And I think that's a difference between him and McMahon. Is that uh, Dana, he has respect for people. And I can't see him. I'd be shocked to see something like this lawsuit ever come across Dana's desk. I would be blown away. January 23rd. TKO announces Dwayne Johnson has been added to the company's board of directors on the same day Netflix and WWE announce a new 10-year deal uh, that includes U.S. rights to WWE Raw as well as numerous international broadcast rights to WWE content. So essentially the WWE Network, which is currently parked on Peacock, it's all going to move to Netflix. Um, deal average is about $500 million a year. It's for 10 years with an option at five years for Netflix to deep six it as well as an option for Netflix to extend the 10 year deal out to 20 years. So this is a big time moneymaker. That was on January 23rd. Here we go. January 25th, Janelle Grant files a lawsuit in federal court in Connecticut against Vince McMahon former WWE executive John Laurinaitis and WWE. She accuses McMahon of sex trafficking. I'm going to say that again. She accuses Vince McMahon of sex trafficking and seeks to have the court declare her NDA, which she signed in January 2022, unenforceable due to McMahon discontinuing payments. 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 Yeah, he's not making this $500,000 a year. As agreed upon. In accordance with the Speak Out Act, and because of overly broad language, the complaint contains numerous graphic allegations, and by God are they graphic, of sexual assault by McMahon and Laurinaitis in incidents that occurred from 2019 to 2022 some of which are said to have occurred at the WWE headquarters that big building in Stanford with the WWE logo on it she says McMahon used her sexually as part of a contract negotiation with a WWE talent Brock Lesnar Described in the lawsuit as a former UFC champion, Brock Lesnar, but not specifically named. The Wall Street Journal reports that the talent referenced is, oh, look at that, Brock Lesnar. Grant claims multiple WWE executives knew about the abuse she was subjected to and did nothing to intervene. She says she wasn't interviewed and Documents weren't requested from her for the board's investigation, despite her expressing she was willing to cooperate. Former board member Jeffrey Speed tells New York Times later that day, I remain confident in our investigation, which included outreach to Miss Grant and engagement with her lawyer. You know what this sounds like? What's that? Trevor Bauer. 
A little bit. Do you want to know why? Go for it. Three years. Three years. Not once in three years, you go, this is wrong. Right. It's not a problem until it's a problem. And that problem is when, hey, where's my money? Exactly. So while this matter predates our TKO executive team's tenure at the company, we take Miss Grant's horrific allegations, and by God, are they horrific, dude? They are evil, evil. We take Miss Grant's horrific allegations very seriously, and we are addressing this matter internally. Mr. McMahon does not control TKO, nor does he oversee the day-to-day operations of WWE. Blah, 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 blah. January 6th, late afternoon. Slim Jim says, we're done. We're not your sponsor. We're pulling our shit. The evening of the January 26th, TKO executives Ari Emanuel and Mark Shapiro urge Vince McMahon to resign. According to a later report, which was from The Hollywood Reporter, McMahon resigns. According to an all-staff email sent around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time from WWE President Nick Khan. Khan writes, I wanted to inform you that Vince McMahon has tendered his resignation from his positions as TKO Executive Chairman and on the TKO Board of Directors. He will no longer have a role with TKO Group Holdings or WWE. So, this is all, I'm innocent, I'm innocent, I'm innocent. January 26th, late afternoon, Slim Jim's like, give me my money. A couple hours later, TKO's like, all right, dude, you're out. It's all money, dude. Right. Well, in reputation. January 27th, literally the next day, Slim Jim resumes their participation as a sponsor of the Royal Rebels. So, it's like... He's out or we're pulling our money. TKO makes him, makes him resign. Probably kicking and screaming if we know McMahon. Slim Jim puts her money back in. That's on the 27th. 29th, John Laurinaitis, who is actually the stepdad of Nikki and Brie Bella, <laughs> the Bella twins. Those twin sisters made a statement. Essentially saying, we are shocked and disheartened with the recent allegations against members of the WWE. Yeah, one of them's your stepdad, dipshit. It has been a lot to process as we found out this past week, just as you all did. This is something we don't stand for, condone, blah, 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 blah. February 1st. Laurinaitis basically tosses McMahon under the bus, says that he denies the allegations in the misguided complaint and will be vigorously defending these charges in court, not the media. This thing will never see court, by the way. Like the plaintiff, Mr. Laurinaitis is a victim in this case, not a predator. So now there's a problem. Laurinaitis who was one of the guys who was supposedly, for lack of a better term, tag-teaming this chick. Okay. He's now stating he's a victim. So that more or less just says, okay, some of this stuff that she is alleging is true, which we knew that. February 2nd, Wall Street Journal reports 
federal authorities in New York have been investigating allegations of sexual assault and trafficking. So now the feds are involved with this. You use terms like trafficking, you're going to get feds. That's essentially where we're at. All right, so this lawsuit, this civil suit that I texted you earlier, 67 pages long. Did you even remotely get into this 67-page lawsuit? No. Okay, because I've been talking for the last several minutes on this timeline. Before I even, and we're not going to get into this. We're not even going to get a few minutes into this. I've got a couple bullet points. We're going to cast some opinions, and then we're going to wrap this show up because we're already over. But where are you at with this so far, based on what what I've laid out? Well, I mean, she obviously went after him for money. She got the $1 million payout. Which was supposed to be a $3 million payout. No, no. It was a $1 million and then $500,000 a year for like three more years or four more years. Until or it amounted to three Yeah, million. four more years. And so he's, he didn't make his payment. And because he didn't make his payment, she was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to corner your ass. So... I don't think she had a problem doing any of it in the three years. And then she decided to be a whistleblower to get a fat paycheck. And then he agreed, okay, fine, shut you up. Let's do a million dollars. And then four years, I'll pay you $500,000. Paid the one million and that's it. So and now she's going, I want my money. So I, my brain has two sides of it. And on the first side, let's just pretend for one second that all of this is true. Okay. Just pretend. Like part of me wants to be like, you know what? Good for her for having the freaking guts to come forward. Because, I mean, if, if you're a naive individual who feels trapped... And you've got a guy of power, which he clearly is. Right. This is a narcissist she's dealing with. I mean, it takes a lot of balls to come forward. And I guess my hope, if if we're going to embrace that side of my brain, my hope is that if there are others, they come forward too. But also that the people responsible for, I guess, deciphering what's right and wrong they weed out the bad actors. You know what I mean? Because there's going to be copycats. So you don't want bad actors going after payday, but you also don't want the innocent who were taken advantage of to essentially be cast aside. On the other side of my brain is the guy I know I call the realist. Okay. It's 2024. This has been going on since 2019. Part of me in the realist category is like, you can't tell me that this shit's been going on for four years, whatever it was, three years. And, oh, by the way, my wife found out, so we're done, which seems plausible. But I'm going to need you to sign an NDA. So I think there's a lot of elements of truth in this. Is he a womanizer? Probably. Is he a piece of shit? 
Yeah. Yeah. But when you start tossing terms like sex trafficking, like I think slavery was mentioned somewhere in there. Like, I'm not going to read the text messages that she sent screenshots of because I look at it like this, you know, like in a fantasy format, like a Fifty Shades format, you say things that are not real, that aren't true. You say them in fantasy. I can see that. Just like I could also see everything that she freaking brought forward being real. Like, I can literally go both ways on this. But I have to, like, if I was accused of something that I didn't do, I would want there to be innocent until proven guilty. You know what I mean? Right. Well, here's the thing that it surprises me. I'm surprised it got this far. Right. If if, if he'd have made his fucking payment, would have gotten this far. Right. Because I'll tell you this much. There's some stuff in there where... She alleges that she was locked in his personal locker. His locker. Like, here, get in there. And he closes the door and locks her in there. Uh, Allegedly, she was forced to do sexual acts against her will. Uh, Textbook definition of that is rape. Paralegal. She's a paralegal. Well, supposedly she didn't have the experience to be that, but the apartment manager or the condo manager, because it was a penthouse that he was leasing, and she, I guess, had one of the, the apartments in there. The manager was like, hey, maybe he can give you a job. I mean, you've seen a picture of her. I mean, this is a pretty girl. Right. You know, this is a guy who is probably on steroids, probably on testosterone. 70 something years old so his stuff's working like that of a 20 year old he sees a pretty girl (laughs) he's got some power he's got some money wait you're saying in longevity that's all you need to do to be like a 20 year old apparently if you read this freaking civil suit Hmm. but then it gets really disturbing where at one point like there's a threesome going on And he just stops mid-threesome. The other dude's still going. She's there. He freaking hocks his freaking ass over her head and takes a shit. That just doesn't seem believable. Gets up, goes and showers off, comes back. She's covered in shit from the neck up. And he finishes. I don't know about you. I couldn't do that. Exactly. But then there's a lot of other like fantasy type text messages in there. And then there's some stuff where they referred to Brock. Now, Brock is one of the Brock's always been an an anomaly (laughs) as well. Doesn't like a lot of people. You know, it's no secret that. Um. I think Sable was with her ex-husband at the time her and Brock started dating. So it's like it's not against the realm of possibility that Brock would consider something like this. But from what the accusations are is like nothing ever actually happened. But it was alleged and or planned. 
but it never came to. But there was a lot of back and forth between Vince and Brock about the what ifs. But as of everything right now, Brock never did anything with her. But because it's 2024, Brock's canceled. Vince is canceled. They're both they've both been erased from WWE's database. They don't exist. Hmm. So again, there's it's a 67-page public document. Go check it out. It is very disturbing. Again, if this is remotely true, I mean even if a quarter of this is true. And I'm a father of two daughters. And if that were one of my daughters, and I'm the father and I'm alive, he's dead. Period. He's dead. Unfortunately, her father's gone. But at the same time, the stuff that is insinuated in this lawsuit, to me, again, it's pure evil. And if that is truly the case, why is this a civil lawsuit, not a criminal lawsuit? Because if somebody did that to one of my daughters, I'm not worried about getting a payday. I'm worried about them getting theirs. So it's like, okay, either I kill them or they go to jail. It's not a criminal suit. It's a civil suit. Probably never see a jury. It's going to be settled with a checkbook. I think that's all she wanted to begin with. It's easy to draw that conclusion. It's very easy. But if it's if it is true, I feel bad for her. Because this guy would be a predator, but if this stuff is true, he doesn't belong on the streets. He belongs behind bars. Why would her attorney not pursue criminal charges. Why is everything civil? Oh, well, you know, because, you know, again, it comes back to the checkbook. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. Because two weeks ago, I was 100% on par with this being complete bullshit you read that lawsuit and knowing Vince McMahon, because I, you know, I don't know him. I've never outside of seeing him on a wrestling show. I'd, I've never met the guy. never talked to the guy. Obviously he's a celebrity. I'm not, but you, you learn how people's languages are and you learn how their cadences are, even though you don't personally know them. And like a lot of these text messages that are out there, it's like, huh, that actually sounds like something Vince would say or do. And like, it's like, wow, you like part of you believes it to be true, but you don't want it to be true. It's almost like the Bill Cosby thing. Yeah. But this is much worse. I don't want to say it's much worse because that discredits the people, the victims of Cosby. It's, it's bad. I'll just say that it's bad. Clearly there was some fuckery afoot. Yeah, but I mean, is this the case of you just got a womanizing narcissist who has his way with women who see a payday, or yeah, is this it a wasn't predator? Even just him. That's What's, a sad part. Well, Laurinaitis is the he's the wild card in this because until he came forward, I was completely convinced this was one hundred percent for money. But now he's saying 
he's a victim. So either he's telling, you know, he's either corroborating everything that she's saying is true, or he's just trying to save his own ass because he's a, I mean, they're both pieces of shit. Right. I don't want to sit here and, and make Vince McMahon a hero. He's a piece of shit. But is he a criminal? That's what I don't know. And I'm just, I'm holding on to the innocent till proven guilty. Yeah, it's not something that is thrown around lightly anymore today. No. Today it's guilty. All right, so we'll keep track of that. It's almost like the OJ case where, like, the first time you see it on TV, it's like, oh, OJ's innocent. It's OJ, just like Cosby. Oh, Cosby didn't do that. How dare he? But, like, the more weeks progressed, the more it's like, ooh, ooh. I don't know. I guess if if it's all true, I hope that she gets whatever it is she's looking for. But if it's false, at the same time, it shouldn't be roll the carpet out and write the checks just to make things right because, I mean, that's not good either. I guess we're just going to have to let this thing play out. I'm just wondering who Kato Kalen is in this. Honestly, sounds like Triple H is. Because <laughs> he was at that press conference for the Royal Rumble, and he's like, you know, he's he's got Royal Rumble. He's got other, you know, live events going on. He's got a television show he's trying to write. Now he's got WrestleMania coming up, and all anybody wants to talk about is how he reacted in that press conference. And let's just put it like this. You know, this is a publicly traded company. Do you think for one second that they're going to let their head of talent and creations comment on a lawsuit? No. Not only that, that's his father-in-law. Exactly. So the fact that he, you know, deferred and avoided that stuff, like, what was he supposed to say? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spit some water and be like, it's all about the game. No. So like those people right there, like be realistic. Like they just want to hate. They're looking for that, you know, that hot news item. Yeah. Some people have, you know, said that, you know, Bruce Pritchard, he's that proxy for McMahon. It's just like, I don't know, man. Ariel from Endeavor. Seems like the type of guy, when he's done with you, he's done with you. And I do think he will do an element of cleaning house. But, I mean, right now, Triple H is still there. Bruce Pritchard is still there. I feel bad for Stephanie. I feel bad for Shane. And I feel bad for Linda. That's who I feel bad for. Because it doesn't matter if this is true or false. The bottom line is, either he's a predator or just a womanizing, cheating pervert. Either way, it's bad for his family. And we'll we'll keep uh, we'll keep the listeners up to par. I'm sure they'll be up to par before we ever get here. But I don't know. After that, do we even want to do another one? Because you know the world sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, depends how you look at the glass. Is it half empty or half full? Oh, you read this shit and it's half empty. Well, as, Makes long, you as, lose as your... long as you're not a part of it, it could be half full. I'm not a part of it, but I mean, it's well, just, man, it just sucks. 
I don't know. Give me something to look forward to. What do you want to talk about next week if we were to do another one? Which, you know, I have a question. Do you want to do another one? Well, you said give me something to look forward to. Sunday's a Super Bowl. That's right. You picked the Chiefs. I picked the Niners. You want the Niners. I want the Niners. But you're you're a football guy. And she's awake. No, he doesn't want the Chiefs. He's picking the Chiefs. I want the Niners. You want the Chiefs? No, no he wants the I Niners. Want the, I want the Niners, but the Chiefs are going to win. Oh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't hate the Chiefs. It's just, okay, it's, it's like a, first of all. Mike's not picking you up here. Pretty, but it's a cool That'd be pretty cool. Well, did you know Nicole met his dad? Did she tell you about that? Did you know Josh went to school with him? Yes, I did know that. I mean. I'm really curious how much the mic is picking up from her right now. I've told her that she's over there and the mic's over here and she just keeps talking. I'm just talking to you guys. Yes, he is he, he is a Maricopa County East Valley darling. We we are very well of that. Way. Yeah. I I just want a good game. I don't hate either team. I think it's unfair the negative attention that Taylor Swift is getting. She is a person supporting her boyfriend. She didn't ask to be put on TV. Oh. Forty-four seconds. <laughs> so Taylor, what's her favorite number? I don't know. Thirteen. What Super Bowl? I is thought it? it was eighty-nine. No, it's it's thirteen. Rock Purdy's number is thirteen. But let's think about it. What Super Bowl is it? Fifty-eight. Five plus eight. Thirteen. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Gosh. So let's think about the date. Super Bowl 58 takes place on February 11th. That's the 11th day of the second month. 2 plus 11? 10. 13. I how know. Many, I how many games has Taylor Swift attended? She, If she makes it to Las Vegas for the game, it'll be the singer's 13th football game. Okay. There, somebody on TikTok or Twitter or Google has way too much time on their hands. Hold on. The Kansas City Chiefs are going. facing off against the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Let's see. Four plus nine. <laughs> All right. Some of them are a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the 49ers are the first seed in the NFC. The Chiefs are the third seed in the NF3, uh, NFC. Uh, yeah. Put those together. Thirteen. Um, how long is the flight from Tokyo? Because she's in, he's she's going to be in Tokyo like oh, the day before. Gosh. How long is a flight from Tokyo to Las Vegas? Thirteen hours. Thirteen hours. hours. <laughs> that's, that's kind of weird. 
You're making my brain hurt. I'm just saying. And I'm just saying that I don't care who wins. I want a good game. I don't want a blowout. I want a good game. 23 to 28. Let me guess. You, you No, it's going to be 10 to 3. Because 10 <laughs> plus 3 is 13. Yeah, no, I'm going to say 23, 28 Chiefs. I'm going to say... 1720 Niners. That close. All right. Yeah, why not? I want a good game. Okay. You're the football guy. You're probably going to be right, and I'm probably going to be wrong, but that's okay. It's a guess. It's a talk show. We talk. And a lot of it's garbage. Okay. Page, score. Who's winning? Chiefs win. Chiefs win. Chiefs win. Thirteen. She's gonna say ten to three. <laughs> it's gonna be seven to six. They're gonna miss a kick. I'll say like twenty-seven twenty. Twenty-seven twenty. Okay. All right. Well, it's recorded. It's recorded. I'll forget what I said tomorrow. Except when I'm editing it. The person furthest away gets to buy lunch. <laughs> well, All right. we know she's not going to buy lunch. She'll defer to you. So this is really between me and you. So it's two against one. Really. And we've already established you're the football guy. Mm. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. Well, in spite of all the heavy Vince McMahon talk, do you want to do another one? Will it be our 13th show? <laughs> I'm getting tired of your crap. Uh, I got to do the math in my head. I'm just wondering if it'll be... How many There's pro, you can probably divide 13 and something. About a minute ago, it was two hours and 15 minutes. Hey, we're at three hours and 13 minutes right now, and I am not kidding. You want to look at the timer? <laughs> So much for holding it to an hour. Yeah. Well, but you know what? I say three hours and 13 minutes. I got a lot of stuff to cut. So yeah. it won't be three hours and 13 minutes to the listener. You're going to look at it like, that's not 13 minutes. He's lying. This was a long show. Yes, sir. In and out of Supreme. Yes, I agree. People need to leave Taylor Swift alone. Mm-hmm. And Vince McMahon is a 70-something-year-old man. Keep it in your freaking trousers, you idiot. Idiot. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, we know there's people out there like that, unfortunately. All right. Who are we? I'm Sean. You're Chris. Sean, Chris. Hey, you got it right. What are we? Parents. What else? Tired. We are very tired. We are the... We are out. 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 
Oh, I think I'm supposed to say loose screws. Loose screws. Two of us. There's there's a pair of loose screws. We are the two loose screws. This is the two loose screws podcast. As you said, I am Chris. You are Sean. So you never answer my question. Which one? If said person has a peanut allergy and you teabag them, is that... <laughs> and we're out! <laughs>